Hi everyone, I'm Liam and this is Words with Women. Welcome to another episode with our guest Fiona Demacia. Fiona is a passionate marketing student at the Telfer School of Management and she was our VP brand last year. Fiona took various initiatives including creating our current website for women and in today's conversation we'll be talking about her experience with the moment and her learnings as a marketing student. So join us for words of advice, words of wisdom on the Valley podcast, Words with Women. Welcome to Words with Women. For today's episode, our guest is Fiona, who was a member at Women in Management Network. So welcome, Fiona. Welcome back with us. Thank you. I'm so excited. And we're also joined by Lauren, our lovely VP brand. Hello, guys. <laughs> Glad to be back on the podcast. I'm so happy. It feels like a reunion because we've all been part of Women. We all worked together before. So I'm happy for this episode. Yeah, it's so exciting. So Fiona, can you tell us a little bit about your woman experience? How did you join? How did you decide to join? And uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. So when I started in first year, women in management did not exist. And I knew I wanted to get involved at school. So I got involved through a lot of clubs. I did DECA. I went to a lot of TMA marketing club events and different things. And although the events were fun, none of them really fit with my goals and personality. Like I just felt like I wasn't really part of the team. So then I felt instead of joining club teams, I would benefit more from just attending their events, networking and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, just because I didn't feel like I fit in the teams. But then the following year, in about December of my second year, which was 2017, I think, I saw an ad for this club called Women in Management Network. And it wasn't even a club at the time. It was just called Women in Management Network. And it was mm-hmm. promoted via the different Telfer channels. And a bunch of students that were a bit older than me were posting it on Facebook. And so I had no idea what it was. So I clicked on it and learned a little bit more and realized that this was like a new network that was created at Telfer. And it immediately like clicked. I was like, this sounds so cool. This sounds like exactly the type of team I would want to join. Even though I didn't really know much about it, the goals that they had for advancing women in positions of leadership really stood out to me. That was something Mm -hmm. that's really important. And in those first year clubs, sometimes I felt a little intimidated because a lot of them were a lot of more male students that were older. And so Seeing this was really exciting, and I right away applied during Christmas break. I think it was like a few weeks <laughs> before New Year or something like that. And then I ended up uh, getting an interview with Polly, who's the founder of Women in Management Network. And we ended up starting me as a content manager for Facebook. So I was okay. started joining a team of just three marketers for Women in Management, and we were promoting events, we were promoting ourselves, the network itself, what we were all about through Facebook and LinkedIn. And it was a lot of work because it was. So many different events happening and just three yeah. of us. And eventually we grew so much. I moved from content manager to VP brand, which is now Lauren's role. <laughs> yes. uh, Lauren joined my team back then and we've accomplished so much. It was so fun just being able to achieve our goals and get the message of women in management out there because mm-hmm. we were so new and so many people didn't know about us. Just being able to show everyone our brand and what we stand for and connect women to leaders in mm-hmm. management kind of thing was just so exciting and I absolutely loved it. And this is my last semester, so I didn't join this year, but I am so excited to stay engaged and active with women in management and see all the things they achieve. Yeah. yeah. I can totally relate when you say in my first year, I also joined different clubs that had been established for a long time. So I didn't necessarily feel like I fit in because, you know, they have the certain things that they do. And also, again, it's very male dominated. 
And then also when you don't feel that connected, you also don't feel like you're trying as hard. Once I joined the Women in Management Network and I really related and connected with our mission, it just yeah. was a whole another realm of dedicating yourself to a club and feeling like you were actually a part of something is really cool. Exactly. Yeah. And you're giving value to the Telfer School and to the network, but you're also getting so much value back by meeting these people and networking mm-hmm. and getting all this hands-on experience, whether it's in marketing or sponsorship. So yeah, it's yeah. Like I feel everyone has to go through that first year. You don't really know what clubs you want to go to, what club you want to commit yourself to. And then once you realize this is the one that I want to be part of, then it gets better and your experience gets richer and richer. For you, Fiona, you joined within like the first year of Women Know, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so there was like a small group of I think like seven students that were doing it in the first semester of 2017. And and I was not part of that. I did not know any of those students. I didn't know what's going on. And no events happened. They were just kind of planning. And then they realized they need a bigger team to launch all these events in the winter of 2018. So that's when they hired, I think, to a team of 30. And that's when I joined. So I was part of the first year, but I wasn't the people that figured out what women management was. But yeah. yeah, I started once we started actually getting out there in school. And what made you choose the brand position? I know you were in marketing, but what made you choose marketing and what was your original thoughts about marketing? Yeah, so in my first year, I did a marketing case competition at Telfer called the Telfer Internal Case Competition. And because I was in marketing, so I thought, okay, I got to do the marketing category of it. And that's where I actually met all my Telfer best friends. And we actually ended up winning first place. And I loved it. I loved the creativity. I loved the analytical side. Because I was always good at math, but I didn't want to just do like a math or like a finance accounting role. I wanted to have that creativity and that storytelling. So I absolutely loved that marketing stuff. But I knew I didn't have any experience. And in summer after first year, I had applied to a few marketing jobs, but with no experience, I didn't really get any of them. So then when I saw that there was an opportunity to be part of a marketing team for the network, I thought that was really cool because it aligns with my personal goals of women in management, but it also aligns with my professional goals of advancing my career in marketing. Okay. So you said it was mainly through the first year that you decided that you were into marketing and stuff, or was it like all the way since high school? How was it for you exactly? Because I know for a lot of us, it would be the first year you just kind of switch programs. That was the case for me. I just didn't really know what I wanted it to be in. And then we realized, but did you always like what is marketing and like what it entailed and all the details? Yeah. So in high school, I absolutely knew I wanted to go into business because I really wanted to be an entrepreneur. I really wanted to own a restaurant, actually, because when I was oh, a little okay. kid, I wanted to be a chef, but then I really enjoyed math and I enjoyed the yeah. idea of business and like being a businesswoman. So that's when I thought I really like business. However, when I took accounting classes in high school, I was like, these are cool, but I did not want to do this for the rest of my life. And same with the other options like HR, finance, business technology management. None yeah. of them really called me. Maybe that's because I didn't really know what they were because you don't get very much like uh, exposure to that in high school. But marketing seemed cool because it had that creativity element. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it also has that analytical math aside, which I also really like. It was almost a process of elimination of me not really wanting to go into any of the other ones. But marketing ended up being very cool and something that I'm glad I ended up choosing. Yeah, I remember in first year, I was originally in finance. And then I, when I wanted to switch, I was honestly like confused into what marketing even was, what it entails. Did you do the same thing? Did you know what marketing was when you joined or did your opinion on it change eventually? 
yeah, I had an idea of what marketing was, whether or not that was true or not. I knew about advertising and creating these ads. And even then, social media was big, but I never thought of social media as a marketing tool. I thought of it as a personal tool for connecting with your friends. Now that's a huge part of marketing, but I didn't even realize that whole digital side. I just thought it was like creating ads for TV, radio, Mm -hmm. posters, that kind of thing. And then when I started taking classes and started getting the market co-op experiences, that's when I found out there's so many different types of marketing and mm-hmm. all the ones that I love and think are really cool now, I didn't even know existed back then. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I immediately thought of like, like you said, advertising and stuff like that. But then you realize PR, sales, there's so many different types of marketing that falls under it. So it's interesting to keep discovering all the different kinds. I think for me, it wasn't until recently that I learned more about marketing and how to use it and what are the tracking systems that we can benefit from. And I'm totally aware that there is a lot of people who possibly don't even know um, what are the options and opportunities out there for marketing. But that being said, are there any misconceptions that you think people have about marketing? Yeah, I think there are some really big misconceptions. So one of them is that, and I learned this when taking a lot of electives in the communications faculty, was that some people really think marketing is this evil domain that is all about manipulating consumers to like spend their money on things they don't need. And I remember learning my second year of the history of marketing. Marketing has always had kind of like a bad rap as people just trying to take your money and giving you to buy things yeah. that you don't even want to buy. And I think that there was a point when marketing was somewhat like that and about tricking the consumer. And there are still different outlets where that happens. But I think that is not where marketing is headed. And that's not where marketing is today. Today, in the most successful brands, marketing is all about focusing on creating a community and, engage, and like mm-hmm. engaging consumers in a conversation. We want to hear their side, especially in social media. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can have a conversation with the people that follow your brand and learn just as much from your consumer as the consumers learn from the brand through things like storytelling. And I think that's really where marketing is headed. And that's where that content marketing piece comes in that I've learned about through one of my co-ops where some people believe the future of marketing is all about creating content for the consumer to engage with. And content can be anything. It's email, a newsletter, a poster, a social media post, a blog, a website. Like That's all content. And that's how you tell your story and interact with the consumers. I totally agree. I think I was a little bit oblivious to the whole analytical part of marketing and how you can help you in like in your strategies and kind of like advance your campaigns and everything. And I think my main idea of marketing was how to target customers through uh, like advertisement and so on. But obviously there is a lot more to it than that. But moving on to the next question, I know that you did a lot of co-ops and is there something that you learned that kind of stood out to you? or something that you wouldn't really be able to learn unless you did co-op? I mean, I don't even know where I would be without my co-op experiences, to be honest. I'm sure I would have figured out something, but (laughs) every co-op term that I've taken has taught me something new about what type of work environment, what type of work culture I want to be with. Do I want to work on a small team or just on myself or a big team? Mm -hmm. And there's also something that I learned. There's a bit of a trade-off between working at a startup or a small company versus working at a bigger company. Because at a startup, you get a lot of experience. You get to do a ton of work and you're kind of running the whole marketing show. Whereas at a big company, you're part of a bigger team. You might not be as hands-on, but you get this mentorship aspect where you get to learn from people who have been where you're at. And they have positions that you aspire to have in the future. And you get to learn from them, ask them questions, talk to them. So they're both very different learning opportunities. And that was something that I experimented with during different co-op terms. 
my first co-op term was actually at the federal government at a department called Innovation Science and Economic Development Canada. And I worked under the digital design branch, which was where we were basically designing services and products for business entrepreneurs in Canada to be able to navigate the government because entrepreneurs have to deal with the government all the time, but it's very confusing, very complicated. So there we were actually working on designing a mobile app for entrepreneurs to navigate government services. And we were at the very beginning stages and we did a lot of research for what types mm -hmm. of apps do entrepreneurs want to use. And at the time it was cool, but I was like, this is not really marketing, even though it kind of is because it's about creating a product and product is a very important part of marketing. But at the time I was like, I don't know what it, I want to try marketing and the government is obviously a little bit more restricted, things move a bit slower. So then the next co-op I did was at a small tech company called Flexus Electronics. And there I was the first ever marketing person there. I was the first student they ever hired. And it was just me doing marketing, talking to the boss. I was the manager of the business and that was it. And I learned so, so much. I worked really hard to get the boss to allow us to create a new website because their website was from the 90s. It was terrible. <laughs> you had no idea what's going on with Flexus based on that website. So I worked really hard to convince the boss to let me create a new website. And that was the big project of that co-op term. And it's now implemented and it's really exciting. And that's when I realized through my experiences at ISED, the government department, as well as at Flexus, my favorite part of all the marketing stuff I did was designing the app, designing the website. Mm -hmm. What I learned was something called user experience. Um, and there's yeah. a lot of names for user experience or UX, but that was my favorite part of it. And I realized, okay, maybe I want to go into UX instead of just general mm -hmm. marketing because in UX, you get to change the product, you get to affect the product, whereas marketing, you're promoting the product. And they are very interrelated, but they're not the same. So mm -hmm. I kind of made it my goal for my next co-op term. I wanted to work in UX. Yeah. However, I did not achieve that goal. I had a couple interviews for UX roles, but I didn't get them. So I ended up working at the marketing team at Telford School of Management, actually. And that was a very cool team. They were very digital marketing focused, very analytics focused. And I learned from so many uh, marketers that are much older than me, that have much more experience. And we launched all sorts of really cool campaigns. But they always knew I wanted that experience in UX. So then when they wanted to start doing a digital transformation of their new website, they pulled me in and I started working on that, which is really cool. And that led me to my last co-op, which I'm still working part time now at, at Jumping Elephants, which is a small technology consulting firm. And there I have two roles. I do user experience research and design for clients. And I also do internal marketing for the firm itself so that they can reach the customers they want to reach. Mm -hmm. And that was a very unique experience because it was completely remote this summer. I never met anyone except for the guy that I met at the interview several months before. So it was definitely a transition, but I love it so much. That's okay. awesome. So I'm in a place where I'm in marketing. I'm going to graduate soon, but I'm not quite sure which niche in marketing I even want to do. So do you have any tips or recommendations of how someone in marketing can find the segment that they like, just like how you found that you liked user experience? Yeah, I think there's two ways. Don't just do one, like both need to happen, where one is you have to try all of it. Just even in my digital marketing class, we learned of so many different types of digital marketing itself, people that specialize in just that one part of digital marketing. So just being able to try out email marketing, try out social media marketing, try out content, blog writing. Try them all out so that you know what it's like, because you might hate it, which is equally as valuable as knowing if you love it. But then mm -hmm. it is, we're students, we're busy, we only have limited summers to work. <laughs> so 
you can't try everything, which is where I found coffee chats very, very, very mm-hmm. helpful, where I would just reach out to someone on LinkedIn or I would have a connection, connect me with someone that they knew I would benefit from. And there I would ask them so many questions about their jobs and make really strong connections. Then suddenly that company that they work for knows a bit about me and it has me as a connection kind of thing. If they ever are interested in hiring a student or a new grad. And by just learning about what they do and asking questions, because you don't know what they do, was so, so beneficial. It's how I was able to develop my UX skills because you don't really learn about user experience in marketing at Kelper. But being mm-hmm. able to meet so many different people in the industry helps a lot and helped me understand how I need to get to where I want to get through different types of learning and making different connections. I totally agree. Now we can open a lot of doors and brings new opportunities. But before we talk more in depth about networking, I wanted to ask you, knowing that creativity is a very like requirement or like it's very needed in the marketing space, how do you bring your creative self through everyday marketing tasks? Yeah, generally, I am a more creative person. So I kind of just lean into everything with a creative mindset. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like when I worked at the Telford School, we had a lot of work to do, very short deadlines, so many different things to do, so many tasks. So sometimes it is hard to bring creativity into that. But what I found was really helpful was always making time for the short brainstorm. And when I say okay. brainstorm, it means literally whether it's on your own or with other people, just writing down every idea you have, whether it's bad or good, it doesn't matter. Just every possible way that you think you could do this marketing project or write this social media post. Just like write it down and it doesn't take long. It could take like 10 minutes. If you're with a group, maybe it'll take an hour. And a lot of times your first like four ideas are terrible or just not the direction you want to go into. But once you've written them out, then it makes space for these more mm-hmm. creative ideas. And I find that a lot of people think that you need to spend a lot of time coming up with the most unique one. But to me and what I've learned is the key is to just do something a lot of times until you figure it out. And I find that you get the result much faster. And I find that quick brainstorm, no matter what it is, writing down all of those ideas has always been helpful to come up with the best choice for that project. Okay. So it's more of a process that you go through, not just one day, one moment, you have your idea that comes up. No, that's too much pressure. You've got to <laughs> for that idea to come out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that makes sense. When it comes to networking with people and like making yourself stand out to other companies, because I know marketing is competitive. How did you make yourself stand out during your co-ops either or while looking for jobs? Let me tell you, when I was in first year, I hated networking. I didn't know what to say. I felt so awkward. I would always go to the person who had the most other students talking to them. So I didn't have to talk Thank a lot. You. I just like, not <laughs> smile and eat my grapes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you have four years at Telfair, you're going to get used to it. And honestly, I never got used to it. But I have forced myself to get used to the discomfort with it, because it is so valuable. And so with so much marketing experience, I've kind of figured out what are the best types of questions to create a conversation. If you're asking a yes or no question, like, do you like your job? And if they're not feeling very chatty, they might just be like, yeah, I love it. And then you're like, Oh, shoot, what do I say next? But if you ask these questions that are very personal, like about that person's day, I find that builds a nice conversation. And then you can ask follow up questions from there. Instead of asking, oh, what is your role? And they kind of give their standard like spiel of what they do. Just say, tell me about the project you're working on right now. Or what was the most exciting part of your day today? And I find that asking those questions that you wouldn't necessarily get the same answer from different people. Everyone has a different answer was like helpful for creating that conversation because for me my biggest fear was just having these awkward silences and not knowing what to say. It's very interesting how everyone goes through that phase in first year when you go to a networking event you don't really know what to do so you're kind of like standing in the middle of the crowd just looking at everyone 
And I feel that's like something that everyone in first year or even second year has to go through. Yeah. And then continue the relationship after by connecting with them on LinkedIn. And if you really like them or you really think their job is cool, then make sure you book a coffee chat with them so that you can have 30 minutes to ask them more questions, especially if it's a company you really want to work with and you think that their job is really cool. Building that relationship, mm-hmm. meeting with them a few times, like sometimes with a few mentors, they don't know it, but I have made plans. I'm going to meet them four times over the course of these next three months. The first one is going to be about learning about their career. The second one is going to be asking them to look at my portfolio and getting feedback. And the third one is going to be asking them about how I can excel in my upcoming job and creating this learning plan for mm-hmm. you, I find is the best way to take advantage of these mentors. Yeah. And I think also setting a goal before you go to the meeting and knowing what you're going to talk about makes you feel more comfortable because you know what you're here to talk about. So the awkward silence is not going to happen that much just because you're prepared in advance everything that you're wanting to ask. I always have my notebook with me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, do you think that university preps you for the job market? The university courses themselves prep you to an extent. Absolutely. I find that just being in business school, you just know how to carry yourself in the business this world you know the way you're supposed to talk the way you're supposed Mm -hmm. to dress when you should give your opinion versus when you should listen and learn and I think that being in business school I automatically like that mindset came naturally by the time I had my first internship whereas students and other faculties it's like a bit of an adjustment in terms of marketing I think I definitely got a good base for the theories the basics of what marketing is what its goals are but I truly think that figuring out like the specifics of your career is up to you to figure out based on trying different things through clubs, trying different things through your work experiences. Even if you're not in co-op, you can still network and get lots of different jobs through that. So I think that you get that good base in university, but you absolutely have to take it upon yourself to to try these new things and figure out what you want to be because mm-hmm. especially tell for the first two years in general, so your last two years are where you learn about marketing, you can only learn so much in like mm-hmm. six courses. You have to try it out for yourself. To add on that, did you take any certifications or courses to enhance your skills on top of your university classes, of course? Yeah, so especially because user experience is something where I didn't learn it that much in school. I found a lot of free online courses or YouTube videos for learning the basics about user experience and understanding the skills I need to build were very helpful. I haven't taken anything specific, but I know a lot of students that are very into digital marketing and the analytical side do a lot of Google Analytics certifications, mm-hmm. as well as the Digital Garage, which is a digital marketing certification by Google. And those ones are very useful for digital marketing. Do you have any tips or anything that you would want to say to marketing students, anything that they should do that would help them in their career, let's say? I think the biggest tip I would have is just to be open to adapting and being flexible with your career. You might absolutely assume you want to go into marketing. When I won that case competition in first year marketing, I was like, I'm going to go into marketing forever. This is all I want to do. But when you have these new experiences and you meet these new people, that might change. And that's okay. You should be willing to go with that flow if it makes sense for your career. Because if you stay stuck in what you think you want and you just put your head down and aren't open to these other opportunities, then four years later, you might realize you're not where you want it to be and you don't Mm -hmm. actually like the job that you have. So I think be open to change. It's okay. Everyone changes their mind, yeah. especially in business school when there's so many opportunities. It's completely normal. So don't just keep your head down. Stay open. Yeah. Thank you, Fiona, for joining us for today. And now we're going to move to the rapid three, two, one. 
So we have three questions and the first question will have a three word answer. The second one will have a two word answer and the last one will have a one word answer. And for our first question, what are the three values that got you where you are today? Determination, hard work, and definitely passion. Okay. And for the second question, what are the two things that make you feel motivated or inspired? Like things that keeps you going when things are not going the right way or how you want them to be? I might be high off of yesterday's election result with Kamala Harris being yes. a woman of yes. color. Yes. So exciting. But I think that definitely one of the things that inspires, motivates me, is just seeing badass women breaking the glass ceiling, achieving their goals, going where no one has been before. Yeah. That is so exciting. I love to see it. And also my own goals that I set for myself, usually every semester or every year, I set with you goals, whether they're personal, professional skills I want to build. And just looking back at those goals and seeing if I'm on track for them or if I want to change them. Mm -hmm. And for the last question, what is the one skill that you think is important in all aspects of life? I think this might be a kind of strange answer, but I think critical thinking is so important in every aspect of life to always be asking yourself, is this the right thing for you? Is this the best thing for you? Are you the person that you want to be? Are you with people that you want to be with? And just being able to make sure that you're on the right track by always thinking about it, I think is really important. I think mm -hmm. this is the first time someone says critical thinking for the last question. And I love yeah. hearing people's answers. Yeah. yeah. Well, we reached to the end of the episode. And thank you so much for joining us. This was fun. Thank you so much. I love talking to you guys. And we will definitely talk more later. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>